Welcome back, Coaching Falcon fans. I'm going to continue the conversation from last week with part two of A Chat with the Fellows. Yeah, that was that was one of my questions that you just answered, Andre, and that is the fact that I was going to ask the question, well, how competitive were practices and, and game preparation? If you answered part of that, you know, and so it, it, unless you're competing – and you're not going to get any better. Ones against ones are the best against the rest. You know, sometimes that works, you know, but sometimes it's always good to have best against the best. I, you, I remember. You guys, uh, you guys, go ahead. Yeah. I said, I, I remember Mondays used to be like, you know, we would watch film. You do a scout, like you give us this, this thick packet of scouting reports and stuff like that. I remember sitting there. I'm like, you know what? All we got, I mean, we can just hit them. That's all we got to do, coach. Like, why are we watching them? They should be watching us. I didn't understand it. Why we got to watch this film? Like, you know, and you would tell us, like, you know, we got to make sure we watch out for this person. We got to hit this person high or hit this person, whatever the case may be, or watch out for this formation. But the whole time, I'm thinking, like, man, like, we got, we got, like, based on film, like, these people suck. We're going to whip their ass. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you know, uh, I, I, if, if you remember, uh, we our senior year, I think we opened with Brabuff, and I don't know how good they were going to be. It didn't make a difference to us what they were going to be. Right. Uh, but we didn't even watch film. I don't. We nope. on Saturday mornings. We quit watching opponent tape because we had the mentality it didn't matter, and the coach right. had the mentality it doesn't matter. We're going to get ready. We're going to tell them who's good. We're going to tell them what we're going to stop offensively their offense, um, how we're going to attack their defense, which is just hit them in the mouth over and over until something busts, and it will. And we critiqued ourselves because I remember, you know, Coach Z, before he left, he said, when you're good, it doesn't matter what the opponent does. It matters what we do. And I right. think yeah. that mentality is freshman, and we didn't, we never relented. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. one thing I love about being – I'll talk about – to kind of build on what Frank said. The one thing I love about being on that defense is, is like, you know, you know, when you're not having a good game, all it takes is like Matt sticking somebody in the backfield – or Andre sticking up, you know, getting a court, you know, yelling this sack season shit all the time. And, and, <laughs> and, I, and you know, and Frank, Frank, you know, just going, you know, ham on a, you know, on a running back, you know, because there'll be times like in the game, I'll be honest with you, there'll be times in the game, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not always, I mean, I mean, there were times I'm like, shit, they ain't throwing, they ain't throwing the ball, all they doing is, all they doing is running, all they doing is running, all they doing is running, like, damn, I'm like, hey, 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 Andre. Uh, Frank, man, let them throw the ball. Like, shit. <laughs> let them throw the ball. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm like, okay, I ain't getting, I ain't getting on the stats today. Forget this. Right, nobody, 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 nobody. The one thing me as the defensive coordinator had to do is try to control all of you guys. <laughs> you know, you got probably. 15, 16, A-type personalities that are 100% testosterone, and then, you know, you have to control that. So sometimes, you know, like when we played we played Pike and they were running that little dive cutback, you know, we couldn't get one. We could not get an inch over the line of scrimmage. Well, they were cutting back behind us, and their running back was knocking his head against the goal pole. So trying to hold all that together uh, was something that it was a task to do, but 
Charles moving to the offense helped a lot. <laughs> it helped a lot. And the, the other thing is that, you know, a lot of people uh, uh, had forgotten, but, you know, every now and then, uh, Tyler uh, Harmon would come and play defense. And the yep. couple times he did play defense, he made big plays. Oh, Tyler was incredible. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you guys remember against Martinsville, it was kind of getting tight a little bit. And that was that. At week nine game, we win it. We win the conference outright. Well, we we to beat Frank Central. We know that we beat we beat the piss out of him in sixth grade. Remember, right? <laughs> uh, he came in and, gosh, I think Corey Purnell wraps up Dustin Huff, their quarterback, who's a really really good player, really good athlete. Tyler goes to clean it up, and we're all like, this kid just broke his leg. He fumbles the yeah. ball. Um, and we get to stop and then we go on to score a couple more and we end up beating them. What? I don't know, 28 to six or something. But when, when we needed to play, Tyler was as good as anybody. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and when, when we knew that, you know, we knew that he was going to run for 160, 170 yards, whatever. But when it came to crunch time, you put your best athletes on the field. And I think if I remember correctly, maybe Mark Ellis got hurt or something. And so That's I said, I asked Potter, I said, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I asked Potter, I said, hey, man, I got to use, I got to use Tyler. He goes, well, put him in, Jay. I said, okay, here we go. And then that was the play. We're getting close to it, close to the end. And he ends up uh, hurting uh, Huff. And we ended up holding on to that, holding on to that game. And then afterwards, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, because we played them at our place. Right. That year, I think it's your junior year. And um, their coach, Bill Siderwitz, uh, uh, was on the sideline. And then as we were shaking hands, his son, Joy, came across the uh, field. And we asked, hey, Joy, where's your dad? And he goes, he's up there in the stands fighting. <laughs> so, <laughs> the head coach of Martinsville High School, somebody had called him out from the stands and he went up and they were fighting in the stands. Man. Oh, and we, had oh, wow. kicked, we had just kicked their butt. <laughs> and then the next year, if you guys remember, we yeah. had to go down the go down there. And, and that was the game that I think I think I became about 75 years old by the end of that game, man, because it, <laughs> it was nip and tuck. And uh, the, the other thing I was telling uh, someone, you know, prior to kind of getting started in the season is that we had to, uh, um, and I was telling Frank this Friday night, we had to uh, make sure that you guys did not go into the locker room except for maybe a minute or two before the game started because if we let you in there four minutes before the game started, all you guys would be doing is screaming, we're going to kick their ass, we're going to fuck them up. <laughs> and, and, and then you would come out, you would come out and it would take you an entire quarter to catch your breath because you've been in there screaming for four or five minutes. <laughs> so I remember said, that game, I we got police escorted out. Yeah, oh, man. man. <laughs> well, you know, if, if, if you remember correctly, you know, we were we were winning and then they had like four consecutive penalties. And then it came down to the next to the last play 
time is literally running out. They're on like the plus 35 yard line. And then we tackle the guy on the uh, Martinsville sideline. And I'm sitting there watching. And then this flag comes from the end zone all, all the way out to about the 30 yard line. And they had called Eric for passing the Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. 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 It, it was like the pass was way over on the right side. And Eric was on the left side. And they threw that pass interference. No time on the clock. So they gave them another play, 15 yards. So they're down to like the, the 20, 15 yep. yards. And then they throw a little out. And right before he gets to the end zone, Timmy LaMaster yeah. smacks him and ends the game. And we go out screaming, you know, and Coach Potter is pissed off. Get your asses on the bus. Get your asses on the bus before they change their mind. So we didn't get any we didn't get any food. We didn't get anything. We went right into the locker room and went, got on the bus and took out. He said, let's get on that damn bus before they change their mind and take the win away from us. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, they marched them all the way down the field on penalties. I remember that. I was like, this is yes. ridiculous, man. This is ridiculous. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And they were really good, if you guys remember. I think they were fifth ranked in the state. They beat Center Grove week one as a non-conference. They rolled into that game 8-0, and we had gotten hot. We lost a handful of close games that year. I, I think our junior year, we were still really good. Um, yeah. And then down there and kind of shocked them, and they were super physical, and we matched every bit of physicality, and I think we were up 28-21 to 21 before that last drive, and then you're right, Timmy knocked a piss out of that kid, and there were about 50 blue or white jerseys because we were, we were the away team, 50 white jerseys on top of him. So yeah, yeah. on their sidelines, if you remember. Yeah, y'all remember the uh, yeah. y'all remember the way the field looked? It was like a it was like a fog of smoke, like a gray yep. it was foggy. Yeah, 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 like a fog, like a battle had really been won, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, every time they scored, they shot off fireworks. So yeah. <laughs> <You know. laughs> they did that a, a couple times, you know. And the the other thing, the other uh, there's a few times that we had to battle and get respect and that was you know bloomington south we hated we hated mo moriarty their coach because he was just an asshole and um they came up and i don't think we had beat them from all those years we they had rex grossman and all those guys and they would beat us and they had set seven or eight division one kids on their team. And, you know, we're working with, you know, division three and so on. And they came up to our place. And I want to say, Andre, you broke their quarterback's collarbone carpenter near the, near the end of the uh, game. And I think, uh, I think that was a game, Frank, that you had like 54 defensive points in a game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know exactly the game. That was our junior year. They ended up beating yeah, us by yeah. a couple of points. That quarterback was going to Air Force, if I recall. Um, yeah. One of the this is kind of this is when uh, I I started playing a little bit more than I probably was. I, I the uh, linebacker who you called out and filmed the next day will remain nameless. But <laughs> had, <laughs> we had two linebackers <laughs> last night that had over thirty some defensive points, and you weren't one of them, and you started the game. And like I said, we won't, but I was like, well, here, 
<laughs> I know who you're talking about. We're we're gonna keep him nameless. Amen. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was uh, one of those games that you know I think we grew as a team because it was so it was such a hard um, thing to go down there and compete against those guys because when we played in in, in at South. You know, we got no breaks whatsoever. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, they had athletes and the hell they still never gave us any breaks. And then that next year we went down there and really kicked their butts real good. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, and I remember and I being that, on that. Go ahead. No, go ahead, man. I remember like one thing I, don't, I can't speak for everybody, but like uh, uh, I remember the expectation uh, especially on the defense, like if you ain't in, if you're not if you're not on the camera, you're not making no plays. Like you better make sure that next day when we're looking at film, I want to see eleven hats to the ball, like eleven mm-hmm. hats to the ball. If I don't see eleven hats, if I see ten, don't worry about it. We're gonna be running until we get eleven in there. <laughs> and, and, just, and just just from that fear, like man, look, I gotta make sure I'm in camera. Like make sure you're in camera. Like you know, just make sure. And so just having that expectation there, I think, uh, at least motivated me. I can't speak for everybody else, but, like, man, let me at least get in on some of these plays, uh, at least get in the camera you so know, that way coach can count all 11 of us. All those are the psychological things that you do to make sure that everybody's doing their doing their job. You know, I would never punish you guys. Nah, I would yeah. never do that. Yeah. That is a lie. Just, is this Coach Jay? Hold on, my duck walks around the upper gym. <laughs> exactly. We had to do yeah. duck. We had to do laps of duck walks just because we got in trouble for one practice. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that was flat. It was different. Yeah. <laughs> it all carried on. It all carried on. The the <laughs> but that was <laughs> that was the thing though. Like Coach Jay, you said the expectation. You know, like, and I think the drill I enjoyed the most in practice was pursuit drills. And, oh yeah. And, and it yeah. really just kind of built in that, you know, all 11 hats to the ball. You know, like, I don't care if you're the last man on the ta- the first man on the tackle or the last man on the tackle. They're going to feel us. And, I mean, we had those type of games where you can see those paid dividends where we had that. Uh, who's that big boy from Pike that we put out? Cagler Stanford. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah Cam big Binkle. old running back. Yeah, he was huge, man. And, and, like, he just got tired of just. It was just every time he got hit, it was at least four or five guys each time. No, that each wasn't time. him. I forgot his name. Um, tall black dude. I know his name. Kyle. Oh no, no, no. You're uh, the guy that hit. Uh, let me think for a second. Uh, he's the guy that hit the fence throwing the shot. Jeremy Allen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He was a big dude. I just remember they Jeremy kept trying Allen. to throw tosses and try to throw them traps, and we were just putting a hat on. We were just hitting them and hitting them and hitting them. But it goes back to yeah. like how Eric was saying, just them pursuit drills. Our mind, our mentality was gang tackling. Like, and, that, and as a defender, it was the best thing in the world because it's like if I hit somebody, I know I can stand you up. But I, I but it's actually what we used to do is we used to hold people up because it's like, nah, I need my brother to get some. My brother to hit you real quick. So that's what we expect <laughs> was hitting, holding them up, and two or three other guys hit them before he go to the ground. Especially, yeah. if, especially if Frank got to that person first. Then you guys see, look at it. You have you have Lavar who squatted 500 pounds. You had me, who squatted 400. And then you had Eric, Charles, you had Eric, and then you had Matt Henniger coming right behind that. So you're getting five of the strongest people on the on the line are hitting you all at once. So, I mean, that's 
it's a scary situation when you got six people who all squat over 400 pounds, bench over 300, 250, are hitting you all at one time. Over and over and over and over. Matt Hager stood there, stood and boys up. And just, I remember I seen Matt Hager hit somebody so hard. It looked like it was in slow motion. But that boy was like, boom, and then went like, Timber! (laughs) 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 Matt was always sneaky, because I always always called it the blitz. I I forgot what we call it. Tomahawk. Tomahawk. You know, we we cheated a little bit. We did a little pull. And Matt was always in the back, always in the backfield, tackling the quarterback or tackling the running back two or three yards over, slinging people down. And, uh, yeah, that was just the design of the defense, man. Let's let's get after him. You know, let's don't hold. Let's don't hold off. So, yeah, we we, we were. Go ahead. Not like how Eric was saying the motivation uh, for, I think, for probably for me and Frank and probably Corey Purnell. We had Coach Shot in our ear, like every down, every every second, yelling at us. So I think the motivation oh for God. us three was try not to let Coach Shot yell at us. I'm like, Coach, it was a toss the other way, bro. He like, Frank, <laughs> Frank. I'm like, it's on the opposite end of the field, bro. It's like, I'm yeah. there, <laughs> back, you know. Yeah, the play went, hey, yeah, went a whole totally different direction, and Coach Shot is yelling, Andre, Frank, you messed up, you both get it. I'm I'm gonna give you guys I'm gonna give you guys a word and I want you to respond to it, okay? Oh, all right? All right, all right. Gooch. <laughs> you guys remember what gooch meant? Okay. Yeah, it was reverse, wasn't it? Yeah, reverse. Watch reverse. reverse. Coming yeah. back, yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 So, uh, we didn't say reverse. We didn't say reverse. Anytime that happened, we always said gooch, gooch, gooch. Right. And everybody knew what <laughs> yeah. it was because it was unique. <laughs> it was unique in the fact that no one ever said it, you know, <laughs> until we heard gooch and everybody looked the other way, <laughs> you know. But uh, if there was anything that you could – words of positive words that you could leave with the kids, uh, the athletes going through Perry today. Uh, what what would it be? You know, on, on a positive note, what 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 would it be? We'll just take it one at a time. Matt, how about you, man? Um, you know, obviously, I still work at Perry Meridian, and I've coached there for fifteen sure. years. And uh, the reality is, I think, you know, especially Paul Toller and myself, and then some of those younger guys that were on our staff were paramedic football players, Adam Weesey and Joe Stewart. Mike Feigl was on our staff and he coached, and my brother was on our staff uh, and he coached and played Perry, and uh, Jaquan Keys helped us out, and Austin Larsh, all these great Perry guys. And I don't know, had we won less in high school, if we would have felt any differently than we do now about each other and about the staff and about the school, but I don't think that we would. I think we yeah. were. We worked extremely hard. We let the chips fall where they may, and we left it all out there. And I w- that would be my encouragement to all paramedic athletes is commit, work as hard as you possibly can, compete as hard as you possibly can, spend a bunch of time with each other and enjoy it because those are going to be memories that you look back on for the rest of your life and really cherish them. 
Yeah, yeah. Everybody's going to have their last football game. Everybody's yep. going to have their last football game. I, I can remember my last football game as, as just sitting here right now. I can tell you exactly what happened. I can tell you everything about it. You know, so that's that's good advice. How about how about you, Eric? Um, I would you know what I would say that uh, it's it's important that uh, you don't you want to think about don't think about, you know, don't don't think about the game, but think about at 10 o'clock at night or 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. What do you want to feel like? What do you want to what do you want uh, to be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, uh, you know, I'm damn proud of how I played. And so I think it's important that, you know, you you start to play out uh, that 10 o'clock, that 11 o'clock, uh, that feeling that you want to have. Uh, and so it's very important that, you know, that you work up, you know, you work, you know, you play like you want to feel at the end of the game. And so you want to, you know, you want to feel like a winner. You want to you want to practice like a winner. You want to train like a winner. Uh, just know that, you know, the game is not won. You know, the game is not won on Friday. The game was won on Monday watching film in the weight room in the summertime. You know, uh, that's when the games are won. And so you just collect your check on Fridays. And so uh, I just think that they need to, make, you know, just want to make sure that you start, you know, you, you want to think about those things uh, as you're going through the process. Leave it all on the field. Yeah. Andre? Uh, I would, my biggest thing would probably be brotherhood. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what I would be without the brothers that I have because of high school. Um, I have Charles, I mean, for me, Charles, Eric, and Frank, I talk to them. We talk pretty much through via text chat all the time. Um, and that's just because of the brotherhood that we built through being in school together, working out together. They held me accountable so many times, like we talked about earlier. I don't know how many fights I got in, but they were always there yeah. to either help me or to tell me I was wrong or tell me, hey, don't do it here at school. Take it off the ground so you don't get in trouble. Um, <laughs> but it, it's the brotherhood. I mean, just mm-hmm. building that relationship amongst the boys and the guys, um, is, 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 there's nothing else better than that. There's nothing, no, nothing getting away from that at all. Uh, I still I talked to LeVar the other day um, just because of the things. And LeVar and I was one of the guys that got into a fight in freshman year. And I remember, yeah, I remember that. that. Oh, yeah. 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 LeVar wasn't as big as he was then, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things. We, yep. it's, it's the brotherhood that we built because we were always around each other. So I would say that's my biggest thing for kids in high school now is to build that brotherhood against amongst your brothers, amongst your, your comrades that you're going to be in, in the battle with, because you're going to know what their weaknesses are, what their strengths are and how to play with that and how to build them up. If Frank is having a good, a bad night, I know I can go yell at him and, and cuss him out and he'll be like, all right, I'm good. Um, if Pat Corbett didn't bleed in the game, you know, you gotta, you gotta hit him to get, make him, make him mad so he can start bleeding so he can go crazy. Uh, it was just, it's just, that's one of those things that really hit me hard was brotherhood. Okay. How about you, Frank? Yeah, I would just say cherish this time because uh, there's a lot of formative things going on at this time that you never better get back, but you always look back and reflect on. Um, I think the main thing was just earn respect. Uh, I know just being a, a captain, like I, I took that, I took that charge very seriously because I never wanted to let my brothers down in any kind of way, whether it was my play on the field, whether it was my preparation, 
um, was the way in which we carried ourselves and just, you know, holding myself and holding everybody accountable. You know, um, I really, I really cherish the fact that eventually through hard work, you know, I eventually earned the respect of my brothers. And so as they go through, you can use these lessons even in your life, even now, like as a practicing physician, like I use that same kind of mantra of you got to earn every day and you got to gain respect every day. And it's just about the work that you put in. So it's not about you coming in, being bombastic and, you know, coming in with a big sign saying I'm the man is like, no, you, you put the work in every day and you put those results in. And it also too, just kind of have an understanding of yourself. Uh, I believe like you've heard it echo out. You guys told us early on when we was eighth graders that this, you got a chance to be special. And with that, it wasn't an arrogance. It was more so accepting a responsibility that that means from this moment forth, the expectation is you lay it all on line, you come together, you work together and you guys, you build something. And so I would say to them, four years go by fast, but there's a lot of life lessons you can pick from this time. And the main thing, the only way you can do it is it's cliche, but seriously, it's hard work. And you just got to go out there every day and earn your respect. Yeah. 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 You know, <clears throat> I, I appreciate all, all, all of that, all the input that you guys have, have given to this. You know, I, I'm going to, you know, put this out there. Um and, and post it within the next few days or so, or it may take a couple of weeks before it, it airs, but I'll, I'll shoot you a text and let you know when it is or a link. But it's, it's good to look back and, and talk about and discuss the, the positive things that team sports uh, do for individuals. Okay. And you, you get that sense of brotherhood. You get that compassion of knowing, knowing how to compete and knowing how to deal with adversity, you know. And when things get tough, you know that you, you need not to um, make mistakes and knuckle down and, and do, do the right thing because there's a bigger goal uh, that that's involved. So, you know, with that, you know, Everybody, one thing that a lot of people don't realize is that even though that people we've gone to four four sides of the world or whatever, mm-hmm. I think for the most part, we want Perry Meridian to succeed. I think uh, you and the school and the township, whatever has, has will has provided a foundation for success. And I like to see, you know, former athletes or former students uh, move forward and, and be a positive contributors to whatever community that they're in. And so the, the reason that I, I'm, I'm doing this podcast is to show that, you know, we, we have something in, in common, even though that I'm 20, 30 years older than you guys, we were all in the trenches together. We all had the same goal in mind. We all wanted to succeed, and I believe that um, in the future, things things will turn, things will get better, and I hope that uh, you guys never forget about where this comes from. You know, even to this day, you know, the little s- small high school that I went to in Kentucky, every Friday night, they have I watch their games every Friday night, wherever I am. And uh, that's a, a small school, but kind of like you guys, even though it's a small school, only about 700 kids, but 
the number of athletes that's gone through that small school that's gone to professional football, baseball, basketball, uh, you name it, uh, we still look back. You know, I'm always going to be a Panther. I'm always going to be a Falcon. And, you know, I told someone the other day, I said, hell, if I die, you know, just spread my ashes. Just sneak over to the track, sneak over to the football field and (laughs) shut me in there. You know, (laughs) save a little bit for the Caribbean. Save a little bit for the Bahamas. There you go. I just, yeah. sprinkle, I just sprinkle my ass all over. And if you get a chance to go to Italy, sprinkle a little bit, a little bit over there too. But <laughs> to, to that end, I appreciate you guys coming on. I, I really respect you as men now. You know, at the time, you guys were just, you know, kids going through high school. And I have uh, lots of love for, for you guys. And it's always going to be that way. You know, um, you know, the last the, the last time I picked up a football was in 2006. I haven't touched a football since then. And I miss throwing a thousand passes, you know, to DBs and receivers and so on. So, yeah, I appreciate you being on. Love you, Coach. Um, love you. Appreciate yeah, you. Love coach. you, Coach. <laughs> you really do. I appreciate everything that you guys have done, and we'll continue to uh, move forward. I can I can hope that this podcast uh, can enlighten or just give somebody some insights on how things were back in the day. You know, I hate to do back in the day all the time, but, you know, this is a piece of – this is a piece of work that's going to be out there forever. Okay. Okay. So, you know, when you have great grandkids, they can say, were you on a podcast? Remember when they used to have those? So, it's, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so I appreciate you guys being on and um, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to close out this, this uh, part of the podcast uh, this is uh, Coach Jay and the Coaching Falcons podcast. Until the next time, keep moving forward. We have come together to fight for victory. Best friends with one another. Two, two, five, one big family. Zero. So come on, mighty Falcons. Let's, let's join in on the fun. Our team is finally ready to fight for number one. one. Our team includes many things to help us win this fight. Courage, pride, poise to show us what is right. And if we don't do what is right, we'll find out what is right. Our team will never give up. Our team will never give up. Our team will never give up. We've been fighting for too long.